Great song. And welcome to Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. And uh, I wanted to say that is uh, from my guests that I have in the studio today. We have Jeff Smith with us um, from Sostec Records. And he is uh, going to fill us in on a lot of the different things that uh, Sostec Records are doing. And himself, he has, you know, got a lot of projects going on in this record label. So I wanted to say if anybody wants to call in, the number is 347-677-1036. And again, this is Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. And um, I wanted to let everyone know this show will be available afterwards on iTunes and also on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio afterwards as a podcast. And... um, Let's see, there is a chat room open, and with that, I am going to bring Jeff into the studio. Jeff, are you there? I'm Jeff? here. Hi, Holly. There you are. <laughs> I was like, ah, All right. I thought I lost you. No, that, that song that we opened up with is just um, really a great way to start today. Whoops. Oh, it's starting over. I do. Uh. <laughs> oh, I do not know. Listen. I do not know what's going on with the studio today. There's some really weird things going on. Um, you said you there were two area codes for calling in to uh, my show today, and um, uh, I don't know. I, I had a really hard time. And pasted something, something. Oh, uh, but whatever. And I then I tried to, so. yeah. And then I tried to get into my studio, and uh, there the music started up again, which was really odd. But I'll have to talk to them but anyway we're here and uh i'm hoping my co-host uh calls in as well so um let's first talk about the song we opened up with and a little bit about sauce tech records how it came to be and a little bit about your music um you know and all the different people that you have launched and and done so much work with so go for it I love the logo, by the way, guys. It's just such a cute logo. I love it. It's great. Uh, thank you. That That is a wonderful logo uh, mm-hmm. designed by my friend Robert Tatum, who's uh, an artist here in San Antonio. And uh, mm-hmm. he's uh, originally from Compton, but uh, he's been based out oh, here wow. for quite a while, for, for about the past 15 years. Uh, anyhow, but thanks for having me on today, Holly. And uh, no, I love it. It's great. I always like to have an opportunity to to uh, tell folks more about what's going on. And uh, that first song was a band called Dinola, who are from New mm-hmm. Orleans, and uh, that's from their that's the title track from their six song EP called Up High. Was produced by Dave Ketching uh, from uh, Queens of the Stone Age and Eagles of Death Metal and the Mojave Lords. Oh yeah, um, yeah. He mm-hmm. has a studio out there in California near Joshua Tree. So that mm-hmm. was recorded a couple years back, but I uh, just put that out uh, in January of this year. But a uh, great tune. Oh wow! And uh, great band. Uh, Danola, they find uh, they kind of sprouted out of uh, a Mardi Gras float band called Pink Slip. Singer Sue, she actually had the first all female uh, rock band to play on a float at Mardi Gras. And eventually she fired all the girls and she ended up with her, finally let her husband, Jimmy Ford, play in the band. And uh, so, mm-hmm. anyway, so we'd been talking for a couple of years and uh, so I recently signed them on. And, oh yeah, uh, no. Tell me, yeah, tell me a little bit about what you what I know that you did your own. You have your own band, and and that you have a, quite a few people on your label. Let's give out your website real quick too. Uh, the label website is saustex.com. That's s-a-u-s-t-e-x dot com, like sausage in Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am based in San Antonio. Uh, I started the label uh, a little less than 15 years ago. Uh, I was mm-hmm. uh, living. I was working 
uh, building nightclubs. I was living in a hotel room in Amarillo, and uh, a friend of mine uh, had a named Stevie Tombstone. Uh, had a finished album, and I had some extra money laying around. So I said, well, let's put this thing out. Didn't really have a plan, but uh, just kept it rolling from there. Mm-hmm. And I, tell me a little bit about your band and uh, a little bit about how you started this label and, and how it came to be and everything. Well, uh, I have a long, checkered career as a performer. Uh, mm-hmm. I started my first band when I was maybe 14 years old. We were called the Dwarves. Not the San Francisco Dwarves, but the San Antonio Dwarves. Uh, we actually predated the San Francisco Dwarves. But uh, um, And then I had a band called the Smart Dads in high school. And then when I was in college, I started my current band, uh, which I've had off and on for 34 years, called the Hickoids. When I was 19, with a fellow named Jukebox, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, I have been the only original member of the Hickoids since 1987. And uh, we were broken up from 2001 till, or from 1991 until about 2006, but have played in various renditions since then. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, you know... I- yeah, let's talk a little bit about your music and then also all the other people that are on your label, label too. I'd like to know a little bit about that. Okay, well, I hope you got a little while. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, of course uh, I do. Know, uh, I mean, this I mean, this show's uh, all about you. Uh, well, thanks. Uh, I'm not sure that's a great basis for a show, but I appreciate it nevertheless. Uh, so, um, you know, my, my band, the Hickoids, we're, I guess when we initially came out, we were known as cow punk. Um, and uh-huh. some of our compatriot bands were, um, and Austin at that time was right when the offenders and, uh, the butthole surfers and scratch acid oh, really? that came oh, out, wow. came out of the mm-hmm. scene we were in. And, um, but we kind of had more in common with some of the West Coast bands at the time, Tex and the Horseheads, um, who were mm-hmm. out of Hollywood, Blood on the Saddle, um, the Screaming Sirens, uh, mm-hmm. so, um, and, uh, we toured pretty hard through the last half of the 80s, and then the wheels kind of came off the wagon. You know, so and then uh, uh, myself and my partner in the band, Davy Jones, who passed away the day before Thanksgiving in 2015. We 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 2006, and mm-hmm. uh, we become sober at that point, and uh, so we kind of congratulations. Got to got to That's do kind of cool. Got, got to do uh, yeah. It 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 had to happen for me. You know. I'm, uh, mm-hmm. want to, uh try and uh, tell anybody else what to do, but it was definitely the way it had to be for me. So, uh, but I'm glad I had the opportunity to to, to play with Davey in his in his last years, um, and uh, we got to go to Europe and do some cool stuff, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. arguably, <clears throat> we were a lot better than we were in the day, you know. Which usually it's the other way around. So, but. Uh, you know, I mean, the show's not as chaotic, but but perhaps more musical. So, where are you based out of? Um, basically, like, where's the record label out of? Uh, the label's based in San Antonio, and mm-hmm. uh, then the band was started in Austin, and uh, three of the me- current members live in Austin, and one lives in San Marcos. So, and I live here, mm-hmm. obviously, but, um, anyway, it's, you know, it's all, it's all within about 70 miles of, of each other. So I know oh, people wow. think that nice. everything in Texas is several hundred miles apart, but, but. San oh yeah, no, it's really all spread 70 out. Miles apart. Well, you know, so, what uh, I'm really interested in is 
you telling our listeners a little bit about the people that um, you've recorded in the studio and the different people on your label and everything? Because I know when you go to the website, there's a lot of different bands listed. I know you worked with BP Fallon for a while, and um, uh, I saw a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, BP, you know, uh, he is a friend of a friend, and uh mm-hmm. My friend Kay Gurley, whose uh, boyfriend was uh, uh, Frank Murray, who was uh, discovered the Pogues and uh, was then Lizzie's road manager. And I had known Kay since uh, right about the time she had gotten out of high school in Austin, when I lived in Austin. And uh, anyhow, BP was a friend of hers, and she introduced us, and he came over and uh, the label and the band, we we host an annual festival in Austin called the Austin Corn Lovers Fiesta. And um, mm-hmm. we call the Austin City Limits Festival, we call that the other ACL. So it's kind of our own little snarky deal. And uh, so oh, we yeah. played a show one night and it recorded and we decided to put it out. So, uh, and so that's how that came about. And, uh, but uh, BP is uh, is uh, he's a rock and roll encyclopedia, um, a good guy, and uh, uh, I heartily encourage anybody who ever has an opportunity to have a conversation with him to do so. Oh yeah, and, no. Well, uh, what are you? So, yeah, let's talk about that. I want to know what you're currently working on and stuff like that, because I know that you have a lot of things going on. Uh, yeah, I'm getting a fall release schedule ready right now, and uh, the first thing that I haven't really announced publicly, but is, uh, so you're the first, uh, mm-hmm. is is uh, going to do a one-off album with Hamill on trial. I don't know if you're familiar with him or not, but um, Ed Hamill, he's uh, anti-folk. Uh, storyteller, bon vivant, uh, intense comedian, plays all over the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, used to be on Mercury Records, uh, then was on Righteous Babe Records, uh, which is Andy DeFranco's label, and um, currently is on New West Records, but he got permission to do a, a one-off thing with us, and uh, this album is called The Night Guy at the Apocalypse Profiles of a Rushing Midnight. It's uh it's so it's kind of a long tale and it was all recorded on his cell phone around the world wherever he had mm-hmm. to be he'd set up and record on his cell phone. So that's a pretty interesting project and uh looking forward to putting that out. And uh have a new album coming out by a band called Western Star from uh, Baltimore. Uh, I was introduced to them by uh, Ken Bethesda of the old 97s, who produced their first album. Mm-hmm. And this new one is uh, called Anyway How. And uh, it's going to be out in the fall and also have another fall release by a band called A Pony Named Olga from Berlin. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, kind of a crazy, jazzy, psychobilly band. Uh, um, I don't really like the term psychobilly so much because I think it implies poor musicianship, but uh, these guys are, are something else. So. Um, oh, no, and, absolutely. Uh, their the new album by them is called Ave Maria. Oh wow! So uh, that's kind of uh, cool. So so uh, yeah, and, uh, some other folks I have on the label. I guess I'll talk about the ones that are currently uh, touring and whatnot. Uh, since they could use the plug, I'm sure. Uh, I've got uh, a band out of. Memphis called Josephus and the George Jonestown Massacre, and uh, mm-hmm. the 
main guy in the band is Joey Killingsworth and um, put out two records with him and they're both tribute records, but they're exceptional tribute records. The first was came out two years ago, uh, right about this time. And uh, it's called uh, Mutants of the Monster, a tribute to Black Oak, Arkansas, which a mm-hmm. lot of folks in modern context don't really know who Black Oak, Arkansas was, but they were one of the, you know, highest grossing acts of their day, um, being, you know, the early mid-70s, one of the few bands, Ahmed Erdogan, personally signed to Atlantic Records. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, anyway, so he, he, he put together this double LP tribute album that, that has a crazy, um, you know, guest lineup. It's got a Jimbo Mathis and uh, Robbie Turner who plays with Sturgill Simpson, Shooter Jennings, Nick Turner from Hawkwind. Eddie Spaghetti from the Super Suckers, uh, Craig Kim from Black Flag, uh, Jim Dandy Mangrum from Black Oak, Arkansas, and mm-hmm. uh, um, Jello Biafra, even. So, um, so that's a very cool album. And uh, he just, we just did one back at the end of last year, uh, a tribute to Johnny Cash called Five Minutes to Live. And it's, Featured some of his lesser-known murder ballads, and uh, W.S. Holland, who was um, Johnny Cash and Carl Perkins' drummer, and uh, and also the first man to play drums on the stage of the Grand Ole Opry. Nick uh, mm-hmm. Harvey from uh, the Birthday Party, and Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, and Warren Ellis from the Bad Seeds, and uh, King Buzzo from the Melvins. And um, so anyway, so Joey's going to be on a short tour the end of next week through the Rust Belt. He'll be up in Illinois and Michigan, Ohio and Kentucky and uh, Nashville. And uh, so that's Josephus and the George Jonestown Massacre. And uh, Danella, who, who you played at the top of the show there, uh, they've mm-hmm. got a some dates coming up they're playing uh there's actually playing a festival named in their honor in westbrook maine um uh, it's denola fest it's two days it's july 13th and 14th it's outdoors with camping um unfortunately i don't have a web address for that but that should be something uh, to see and obviously a nice spot to be that time of year and they're playing uh, several dates in New York, uh, July 19th, 20th, and the 21st. They'll be at Hank's in Brooklyn and Arlene's Grocery and at Otto's Shrunken Head, on, both in, you know, on, in Manhattan proper. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're a tough band, you know. I think people should should try and get out and see them if they can. Oh no! I mean, there are so many different things going on in the in for the summer and everything. So you know, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, you could. There's so many concerts everywhere. But what I wanted to ask you was like, I know that you're working on, and and there are a lot of bands that are working with you right now, and that you have on your website. But what are you currently? Is your band recording anything right now? Well, it's curious you should ask. Uh, you know, I I spend so much time promoting other stuff that sure, um, it, it yeah, tends to, tends to eat into my own writing time, and uh, you know, it just kind of comes when it comes. You know, so I, you know, I don't tour for a career and obviously record sales are not what they used to be so there's there's not a hell of a lot of commercial motivation there to just churn out albums uh, you know maybe like there was once upon a time so um 
there's something coming, but I'm not going to make any promises about when it's going to happen. Oh no! Uh, but uh, but what you, uh, however, what do you? We are going to be on tour uh, in August. We'll be uh, uh-huh. playing uh, up through the mountains, up through New Mexico, Denver, Salt Lake, Boise, playing in Vancouver, Seattle, uh, Portland, uh, Reno, San Francisco, Santa Cruz, Ventura, Los Angeles, Tucson. So kind of all the old touring route. That's kind that, of cool. Um yeah, no, I think, you know, um, that's really cool. Do you want to talk a little bit about some of the stuff that you've done in the studio with different people and any of the experiences that you want to share with our listeners about Sustex Records and maybe some of the things that have gone on in your studio that you want to talk about? Well, I don't own a, actually own a recording studio. Uh, mm-hmm. Most, a lot of the work, I do with uh, you know album projects. I do with um, Chris Burns, and he works out of a studio uh, owned by Dale Watson called Ameripolitan Studios in Austin. And uh, Chris, great engineer, great guy, who also plays in a band called the Pocket Fisherman. I, I just put out their thirty song, thirty year best of. It's called The Greatest Story Ever Told. Uh, so they're kind of freak out, uh, LSD punk rock vibe. So, uh, but uh, uh, it, it's fun stuff. I recommend checking out The Pocket Fisherman. And uh, there's a, another studio I work out of occasionally in San Antonio called uh, Blue Cat which uh, Joe Trevino is the owner and engineer producer over there. And uh, he produced a lot of the big um, Tejano records in the, in the eighties and nineties. And now he works primarily with some folks like Augie Myers uh, from the Sir Douglas Quintet and uh, Texas. And, and, um, Flacco Jimenez, world famous accordion player, and um, some stuff like that. But uh, actually, the Hickoids, we did we did a couple of records with him, or one album, Harry Chafin Ape Suit, the previous album to that, which is a collection of British covers called Kicking It with the Twits. So. Mm-hmm. Now. You know, what about, yeah, let's talk a little bit about um, the other things that you were just going to talk about. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. There's a little delay here. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm I'm looking for you to beat me questions, okay? I, I can oh, no. rattle on all day, you know, but, I, but I, 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 your I bio, like no, your bio is very extensive, Jeff, and you've done a lot of things. So I wanted to, like, you know, talk a little bit about, um, how you got into music and how the studio opened up and or how not stu- the actual studio studio but the people that you've worked with how did you get into the music industry what made you decide to do that uh just bad luck i guess <laughs> uh oh no 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 uh, i'm being facetious uh you know, as I mentioned earlier, I started playing in bands when I was about 14 years old, and uh, you know, I just I kind of got the bug, you know, and uh, just uh, have always played in bands, uh, you know, since that time, and uh, actually, you know, when in when I was graduating from high school in 1982. Um, mm-hmm. you know, if you wanted to put out a record back then and you played in a punk band, you're probably going to have to do it yourself, you know? And mm-hmm. so I always kind of had that, uh, the, the indie spirit and, uh, I've, uh, tried to keep that alive. And as you've seen from my logo, uh, the dinosaur, actually the catchphrase of the label, uh, to date has been where the dinosaur roam. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know the, I guess the implied statement being that 
just, uh, you know, we're, we're living in a new world. I don't necessarily like it, but, you know, um, but I'll live with it, you know, keep on doing what I'm doing for as long as I can. No, he's super cool. I think that uh, you've got such a great logo. I love your logo. It's it's fantastic um, what you've done, you know, and the way that you guys pr- promote yourself. Um, what I wanted to ask you a little bit about was, what were you listening to? What kind of music? And like, you know, I know you're in Texas, so there's the Texas sound. Why don't you explain to our listeners a little bit about that? Because the music that we heard go opening up, you said that was a band in Louisiana. Great sound. And we're going to be ending with a different right. song. But, um, yeah, let's talk a little bit about the different sounds and stuff and, and music today and what's happening. Um, well, you know, I, I, I guess for me, I grew up as, uh, as a, you know, listening to, to heavy metal and punk, um, mm-hmm. San Antonio, there was a famous station called K-Mac Kiss, which predated the, the Kiss format, formatted, uh, station, but, uh, there was a, uh, a DJ down here named uh, Joe Anthony and uh, he played a lot of fairly arcane uh, metal and uh, was really one of the first DJs in the United States to play a lot of different acts, uh, notably Rush, Triumph, um, Judas Priest, uh, and ACDC. I mean, where he really have those bands in solid rotation before they had hit records, you know. So he was really mm-hmm. the person responsible for for uh, breaking, you know, a number of those bands. And uh, so there was a pretty steady diet of that, which was cool. It was different from the from the mainstream of FM radio at that point in time. You know, I'm talking. 1975, 76, 77, 78, about that time when my musical tastes were being formed. And uh, my older brother is a musician, and uh, he's 10 years older than me. But uh, we uh, started following uh, the souls in the English music trade papers together, and uh, they they became my heroes. So when I was, you know, 14, 15, my band, The Dwarves, I mentioned, we... Uh, we, we performed all Ramones and Sex Pistols covers at the little school assemblies or wherever they'd let us play, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know, and so over the, but over the years I've developed a wider, um, you know, appreciation for roots music and whatnot. Um, I mean, I heard a lot of country music growing up. I didn't necessarily embrace it. Um, but I did, you know, eventually come to appreciate that. And, uh, you know, as far as what I try to do with the label, I don't, you know, I, I have to admit that I'm, I'm, I'm ignorant of, of most urban music and, um, and, you know, indie pop and straight up pop in general. Um, you know, so I, I don't try and put out or promote what I, what, what I don't know or don't really understand, you, you know, beyond that, I, 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 most labels the size of mine are fairly genre specific and I, and I, I find that boring myself. So mm-hmm. I try and, uh, and uh, you know, I try and judge it on, on the merits of just whether, it's it's good, you know, and whether it, it has roots running through it, you know, and uh, and just whether I'm feeling it or not, you know, it, it's uh, which, you know, nowadays, uh, you know, they're trying to run record labels by artificial intelligence, uh, you know, by, you know, the letting the 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 algorithm decide what is going to resonate with the listeners. And uh, Mm -hmm. so I guess uh, what I do is kind of truly more old school 
where um, you know I'm, I'm, I'm willing to roll the dice and and just put what I think is worthy out out in front of people. Oh yeah, no, I think that you are doing a lot of really great work, and the thing is, you're also focusing on your own self. Uh, what do you do? In your spare time, like um, when you have any time free for yourself, are you writing your own music and stuff, or what are you up to? Uh, well, yeah, spare time. Um, you know, I, I would feel that. <laughs> I know. About Talk about it. If I could remember, if mm-hmm. I could remember more, you know, but uh, uh, you know, I don't have an incredible amount of spare time. Um, but uh, you know, I, I enjoy the same things that other people do. I, I, I'm an unrepentant uh, TV watcher. You know, like the mm-hmm. like the gamble a little when the proximity's right. You know, and uh, and go see some bands. And, and uh, oh yeah, no, I love yeah. seeing music. Music is uh, really important. And you know, it's it's like Red Velvet Media is like really a great you know company that I formed. You know, it's really weird. I have to tell you this, Jeff. It's so funny because you can relate to this. I formed, you know, my company back in 2005 or six, and uh, it was named after my favorite cupcake. And, you know, back then there was nothing red velvet at all. Now there's red velvet everything, red velvet, even toothpaste. So it's like today I get... A message from somebody telling me that there's a company out there going, well, besides the pop group that's uh, gone to Korea, that I get emails every day from their people telling me that they bought my domain name and my domain people are telling me, forget it, forget it. They're just trying to bully you into it. It's like, you know, it's like we love yeah, I get to bring, the same we strive. Thing, yeah. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. And the thing is, people don't respect you know, that you have a name and you've created credibility for yourself. And honestly, I'm blown away. Today I get a message from somebody telling me that there's a company that's just tagging all my photos and I'm, un, you know, on the net with their company's name. So anybody out there listening, wow, if that, you get a call blows. from anyone saying, no, 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 I've already talked to my attorney. So if anybody out there is listening um, that is being, you know, asked to be on Red Velvet Media or any of our events, because we also have Red Velvet Media TV, which I'd love to talk to you about a little bit more because we're doing a a series of different TV shows and documentaries, Um, you know, check with me first. Um, uh, You can hit me up. I'm on pretty much all all the social networks. And... uh, you can ask me because, you know, I like to bring people on like Jeff and we've had, uh, you know, people recently for a lot of films. Um, next Wednesday I'm having Frank Stefanko on for the 40th anniversary of, um, you know, his album, that he, his first Bruce Springsteen album that he did with them. And uh, that's going right. to be a really cool show. And like today's show is really cool. And, uh you know, we've had a lot of people on with films and books, and um, we're going to be traveling and doing a lot of things. So there you go. It's like uh, you know, there's a lot of things out there right now that people are just, I think people are just looking for it. So, I mean, you can see it. So do you get that, too, with people trying to take your name and your logo and stuff? Uh, you know, I get, I get the, the, uh, Asian website oh, that's what I got. after me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, they're like, uh, you know, so-and-so is going to register, you know, your Chinese, your, 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 your domain name with, with the Chinese extension or whatever. And it's like, I don't do any business in China. What do I care? You know, and uh, and, mm-hmm. and then they mm-hmm. try and try and turn it in a well. There's some heavy bidding going on. You better snap it up. And I was like, you know, quit trying to shake me down. I just write them back. And, oh and, no, and totally. Today, well, well, you want to hear what's really funny is there's a mm-hmm. rock group out there called Red Velvet, as we know, 
And uh, right. I guess the wonderful man in, um, is it, it's uh, Korea, Kim Jong-un or whatever. I don't even follow the news, okay? But that's his band I found out, his private band from what I've heard, and he brought them over there. And uh, so I'm getting... I'm getting emails from their people that want to buy my name and my domain, and uh, I've had to uh, do the same thing. I, I don't do business over there, but now they're doing international stuff, so I've had to uh, step it up a little bit with people. So I've got one of the best attorneys in the industry. In fact, he wrote the copyright laws. So um, that you guys are, if you're in school studying copyright, and if uh, any of you are listening that are out there trying to uh, troll my show, you'll be hearing from my attorney. Um, <laughs> so well, there, that's a, that's there a good you. one to have in your back pocket. I know. Now, what are you cooking right now? It sounds like you're making dinner. Uh, I was heating up some coffee, actually. Are you? Yeah. So now tell me, yeah. um, what was the last concert that you went and saw recently? Uh, last concert. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. You know, I very rarely go to big concerts. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I I can't even remember the last big concert I went to. It must have been maybe John Prine about two years ago. That's probably the biggest show I've been oh, to. Oh, nice. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and and Nick Cave, I saw I saw him. I saw his Austin City Limits. Oh, did you? Two years ago. Oh, and I went mm-hmm. and saw Alice Cooper and Deep Purple last summer. Oh, he. Oh, that's great. Oh, I've had Candace Knight on my show. Um, she came on, which was great. She's married to Richie Blackmore. Um, she came on. It was so cute because she came on with her uh, CD of lullabies that she did for her children. And, you know, she does the Blackmore's Night, so you got to go see them. That's awesome. And Alice, he's great. Alice Cooper is amazing. And yourself, I mean, you have to, like, meet and work with a lot of these people. Who um, who mentored you? Who was really your mentor as you were growing up with your music and stuff like that? Uh, my older brother tormented me. I don't, I don't know if he tormented <laughs> me. Uh, he tormented you? But, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure that I, I really had a mentor, to tell you the truth. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I had that I, that I worked with, uh, a fellow named Mike Alvarez, who lives out in Los Angeles. We had uh, a little record label together in the, in the early, mid-'80s. But uh, you know, I I got to say that for the most part, I, I just made it up as I went along. So that's awesome. You know, um, what do you do like on the weekends? Do you normally go to some open mic nights, or, or are you just working on your own stuff? Uh, it depends on whether I'm, I'm playing. You know. Um, I don't really scout out a lot of uh, open mics or anything. I, I mean, I like to work with, with ground-level artists, but, you know, I'm not I'm not really – I don't mind molding the clay, but I'm not into digging it out of the ground, so to speak. So you understand, understand mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, 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 totally. Uh-huh. Totally, and um, I think that that's that's pretty cool. That you know you spend a lot of time with I mean, your I'm like you know anybody, own stuff that I'm you're like working on. The, I'm like anybody else in the in the record business. I'm that you know. I mean, you you got to show me that you can do for yourself before you can really expect me to do anything for you. So mm-hmm. you know that's that's just no. that's just the modern. The modern path, you know, if if you're not able to do your own social media and improve your wherewithal to to book, at least be able to book some of your own shows and uh, do your own business, you don't really have anybody else asking you to to try and do your business because you don't. There's no business to be done. Oh yeah, no, I hear you on that one. 
Um, you know what I wanted to ask you, um, you know, before we uh, play the next song that we have, is a little bit about uh, what you have planned, you know, for the end of the summer. Is Are there any concerts happening in your area that you're working on? or I know that you said you're working on some stuff. Uh, yeah, well, as I, as I mentioned earlier, the Hickoids will be on tour, will be out, uh, the, uh, Rockies and, uh, Pacific Northwest and West Coast. That's, uh, the, basically the first week of August through, uh, the second, the weekend before Labor Day. And, um, I'll be out for few dates with Harvey McLaughlin who you've got queued up there to play his song uh, at the end of the show here um, really a promising guy from San Antonio he's uh, reminiscent mm-hmm. of Warren Zavon and Randy Newman but also you know uh, also throws back to uh, uh, Big Joe Turner and and you know, Jerry Lee Lewis and some folks like that. So going out on the road with him for a little bit for four or five days, uh, Houston, New Orleans, Nashville kind of deal. Uh, and that's, that's uh, kind of cool. And July. And, uh, then the Hickoids, we have the, uh, annual, the Austin corn lovers fiesta, which I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. That's, uh, we, um, and that's going to be the 5th and 6th and 12th and 13th of October in Austin, Texas. And uh, all the lineup and uh, venues is, is still to be determined, but it's rest assured I'm working on it. So oh, That's fantastic. Well, you know, the song we're ending with today, you want to tell us a little bit about that song? Uh, sure. That uh, It's the song is called Bigfootsville, um, and it is from Harvey McLaughlin's uh, new album called Tabloid News. And uh, the album, uh, you know, Pat Harvey was uh, he was doing the guitar garage band thing, but I knew he was a good keyboard player, you know, a good piano player. And I said, you know, why are you wasting your time, you know, beating your head with a guitar? You know, everybody in the world's got a guitar band. Nobody plays a piano anymore. So let's make a piano album. So he uh, rearranged some songs, and he has a real fascination with, uh, you know, ghost stories and fake news and, you know, just oddball stuff. And so he put together a collection of songs called called Tabloid News, and uh, we got it recorded up over the past year. And... uh, I think it's a pretty great album and it's a, it's a great song and uh bigfoot's still okay well we're going to end with that and uh i wanted to say to you thank you so much for being here today and uh, is there anything that we missed that maybe we want to add to this before we go um playing this song uh go out and see some live music go out and buy some yeah it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's what we were that's what we were talking about. We were talking about how, you know, um we've been talking on a lot of the shows about how music really is going digital and we'd love love people vinyls coming back um, you know, big time and we love listening to the sound of real live music and going out and seeing bands and actually getting to you know, participate and be there when it's really happening. So I'm right there with you, well, Josh. And, on that uh, one. and, and, uh, you know, the only other thing I'd remind your listeners is, you know, I mean, don't be scared to pay to see five or $10 to see somebody in a club. I mean, people, you know, they drop a week's pay for two people to go see, you know, a concert at a small theater by some, you know, seventies, artist of debatable worth with one hit you know why not go see something new take a chance meet some young people yeah no absolutely it's all about supporting the artist and also really going out there and and listening 
That's why these open mic nights are really important, I think, in a lot of different places because you really get to go see different people play and uh, you get to experience things that you never would have really got to experience. Like today's show, you've gotten to hear a band that's out of New Orleans and now we're hearing uh, another band, um, you know, that's got another song here. And if you go to Sostex Records, you can see all the different um, people that you have, Jeff has on there. And also, you get to can listen to all the different music. Yeah, that's so, right. Sostex dot com. S a u s t e x dot com. Thank you, Jeff. You're so cute. Thanks so Thank much you for so much. Me. I really appreciate it. No, please. It's awesome. Enjoy your coffee. <laughs> Enjoy right. that Thanks coffee. So. You have a great day. All right, here you guys go. Yeah, you too. Baby, come. 